Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The show is about to begin. Welcome to the podcast, conscience that made us. Interviews and stories, tales from the bus. We love taking you back to when it all went down. The greatest live shows and that cheering crowd sound. It's concerts, concerts that made us, concerts that made us.com. Hey guys, I just wanted to re release this episode in honor of Jack. As some of you may not know, Jack sadly passed away last week after battling cancer. This has always been one of my favourite episodes and I feel honoured to have had Jack on the podcast. Even though I only knew Jack from this episode and, you know, listening to Bad Counsel and chatting to him on Instagram, it was clear to see how much of a great person Jack was and an inspiration to us all, his sense of humour and how we approach things. As I said, I feel incredibly lucky to have had him on and he's somebody that I'll never forget. I want to send my condolences to his friends and family, his wife Jojo, and of course the guys and girl at Bad Council. So please enjoy this episode and remember Jack as he was, an incredibly funny, witty, intelligent person. Hey Jack, you're very welcome to Concerts That Made Us. Hey man, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm delighted to have you. I'm a, a massive fan of your podcast. So it's uh, <laughs> It's great to get at least one of you on the show. Uh, you know what? It's um, it's fun. all of us are uh, are huge music guys. So I would be shocked if uh, if you don't end up with uh, at one point or another all of us on the show. To be honest with you, but um, I'm glad you enjoy it. It's a lot of fun to do. Um, those you know those guys and uh, and girl are very uh, a lot of fun to work with. Yeah, yeah. I was actually listening to your latest episode today in work and. I don't think I've laughed so much. I can't remember the last time I laughed so much, like some of the stories. So uh, do you want to tell the listeners actually a bit about your podcast, if any of them haven't heard it before we go further, deeper into it? Yeah, yeah, sure. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and it is, it's, it's a lot of fun, um, you know. You hear me laughing throughout it, obviously, and that's all legitimate. I mean, again, part of putting it together was just to entertain myself, to be real. It's um, so we are uh, Bad Counsel is the the name of the show. And uh, myself, uh, Tim, Greg and Katie, uh, there's four of us. And we essentially take uh, questions via uh, social media, email, um, telephone, uh, voicemail. And um, we try to give advice um not good advice we uh, <laughs> we we, uh, we again it's bad counsel so yeah we uh, we have a lot of fun with it we try to uh um try to come up with some crazy stuff um and and really yeah it's all about it, having fun laughing and um and i think we're, we're doing a pretty good job of it yeah oh you definitely are you definitely are and it wouldn't be uh like run of the mill questions you get either like what it's like there was one on the episode i was listening to today it was a uh, a roommate had a uh, smelly balls 
Right. We, <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. So we, we, um, so the three of us, myself, <laughs> myself, Tim and Greg, we, um, we've known each other for a while, me and Tim for 20 something years. Um, so we actually did uh, another uh, very bad show um, years ago and, and really just to kind of practice. We knew we wanted to do it. We knew it was something we wanted to get into eventually. Uh, it was a good way for us to, to just kind of start and play around with it. So um, it, it was horrible. It was uh, uh, surrounding our, our fantasy baseball league that we've run for 20 something years. So very boring, boring to us. Um, but you know, again, we learned a lot. It was, it was, um, you know, little by little, it kind of grew and, and, um, eventually we started trying to bridge out a little bit and, um, really the, the very first concept of this show, bad counsel came from that show. And it, and it was Greg, uh, answering a, a, a question, um, and, and giving not only his advice on something, but, but then going into a story and, um, just again, Greg, very funny guy, his delivery, his, his cadence, his pace, just he's, um, he entertains the shit out of me. And, um, and then Tim, you know, was just always been phenomenal at what he does at, at not only hosting the show, but putting it together, all the work in the background. And, um, so long story short, that show came to an end and, um, but I knew that, that, you know, Ultimately, I wanted to, to ride these two guys' coattails is, is, is how the show came to, came to be. I knew uh, how much talent the two of them had, and I knew that I had to figure it out a way to, to put it together. And um, and essentially, that's what I did. I, I wanted to, to create a, a, a stage to where I thought we would be able to, um, you know, use some of our talents and, and, and experiences um, to, um, to share and, um, and little by little, that's kind of what we put together with bad counsel. The three of us got together. Katie obviously, uh, came along, um, you know, after the fact and, and really she was there the whole time, but kind of got into the, the forefront after the fact. And, um, the four it's, it's, you know, we're really, um, you know, camaraderie is, is huge. The, our, our chemistry is huge and, and it's legitimate. Like we, uh, it really is like we're sitting around a table, you know, just bullshitting on a regular <laughs> basis. And I think that's big. Yeah, it really does come across even as a listener. Like you forget you're listening to a podcast. It feels like you're <laughs> in the room having a laugh with friends, you know. Yep. And yep. that's one of the best things about listening. Uh, yeah. And I appreciate that. We appreciate hearing that. That was, um, you know, when we sat down and talked about the the first concepts of it, that was a big deal for for Tim specifically. And. Um, he wanted to make sure that that we had that feeling that we had that, um, you know, hanging out with your friends kind of vibe. And, and, it, and it, you know, like I said, it, it seems to come across um, and it's it's not something we had to create. It's just something we had to make sure that, that we didn't get away from, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. I have to ask before we move on to the on to the music and concerts. No, no, absolutely. What's the craziest thing you've heard so far? Because I'm sure you've heard some pretty wild stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we, um, so, uh, you know, uh, uh, Tyler is, um, is a regular caller. I, I'm sure if you listen to this show, you've heard Tyler from New Hampshire. Oh, yeah. Um, that guy's a regular caller. I, at a, at a, everything that happens with the show, 
Um, I think that's what gets me the most excited when I know that Tyler called um, <laughs> personally. <laughs> I know I know that we're going to have a good show that week. Um, and and that guy has, you know, from shitting himself to a, a threesome, a potential threesome with his his I think it was wife and, and mother in law to I, that. He's just it's unbelievable that that he continues to well exist, really, to be honest with you. But um you know, that, that we get some crazy stuff. So the first, you know, handful of shows, we had, you know, some normal questions and we still do get some normal questions and we try to field them all, you know, fairly. Um, I, you know, some of these I'm sure are, you know, some of our friends, people we know, whatever. <laughs> um, some of them get a little outrageous, I'll be honest with you. Um, I think, you know, the 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 one you mentioned, the um, the roommate that that specifically thought their their roommate's balls smelled <laughs> weird uh, or funny and and in the question if you listen to the question they said don't ask why I know that well you know what that's kind of a big deal here like if you, you know, to, <laughs> to be able to specifically point out a body part and uh, and how bad it smells chances are you got to be close to it at some point so yeah, yeah like they're um, leaving a, a major part of the. Yeah, yeah. There. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we, I mean, we've gotten everything from dominating an old folks home to, um, you know, I, to a, a, a boss with a constant boner to, I, you know, <laughs> we do get, we, we do get a lot of, uh, a lot of the off the wall stuff off the beaten path, the sex, drugs and, and, and craziness. Um, uh, but like I said, we try to treat, you know, all of them, uh, not, you know, not well, but fair or yeah. consistent. <laughs> <laughs> Well, keep up the great work because uh, I'd, I'd actually be lost without having you guys listen to it. It really brightens my day, especially in work. I appreciate that. Uh, we, we Like I said, it's good to hear. It's, um, you know, uh, it's it's fun for us. It's for me. It's therapy for me. It's it's once a week I get to get on there and and just, you know, let loose. And, and um, yeah, it's a lot of fun to do. I don't know what I do without it myself. So hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully we keep doing it for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And all of you recently launched your own IG pages linked to the show as well. And that brings us to how this interview came about. You have some awesome pictures on your IG. I, yeah, I, um, I, you know, I've, I've been lucky. I've gotten, uh, I've fallen into some good situations. Some, um, I've had a, an eventful uh, path. Um, and, um, and yeah, I've been able to capture some pretty cool experiences, um, you know, over the years. So, um, yeah, and, and yeah, to be able to share that here and there um, is uh, is pretty cool. Um, yeah, and our Instagram is is phenomenal. Again, bad dot council. Um, Greg kind of handles the majority of it. Um, I, honestly, our, our Instagram, in my opinion, is as entertaining as the show is. At least it is for me. So yeah, I have yeah, I've, I've been able to to um, you know from from you know, getting into music when I was very young, you know, I've, uh, I got lucky and, and stumbled into, um, a, a job in, in entertainment and sports, which, uh, got me into a lot of opportunities as well. So yeah, it's, um, it's been a, it's been a pretty cool path. This will bring us nicely on to the, to the music section. So what's your earliest musical memory? You know, I, um, I, my, my very first, um, the first music that I remember owning and is a uh, is a Kiss album. It's, it was Gene Simmons' solo album, and I was young. 
Um, my, my, my parents were a little weird now, you know, I learned, <laughs> I learned later that they didn't, uh, that they, they weren't great at parenting. Uh, but even when we were, <laughs> when I was young, I had a, a boa constrictor when I was six and mm. I just don't remember wanting a boa constrictor. I just had one. Um, so I, I, like I said, I had Gene Simmons solo album. I want to say six, seven years old. I was pretty young. Um, but as far as musical memory, the, the, I, I think the first real musical memory I have was hearing uh, uh, Queen's We Will Rock You for the first time. The first time that I heard that song and just the, the stomping and the clapping and the, I, there was just something about it. It was different from everything else I had heard up till that point. And um, it, um, it definitely sparked my interest in, in general in uh, music and in, in rock and roll for sure. Yeah, the first uh, the first song that really resonated with you. Yeah, yeah, for sure, absolutely. Yep, yeah. It must have set the foundations for your uh, for your taste in music in the future. So, how would you describe your musical tastes? Uh, you know, I um, now at this point in my life, I'm I'm happy to say that I'm pretty diverse. Um, I have um, I've learned a lot over the years. Um, you know, some not too long ago, <laughs> um, but. Um, so I've been able to expound a, a, a lot. Um, at the time, I was very focused on uh, on rock and roll. Like I said, Kiss was a huge thing for me when I was little. Again, you, you know, six, seven, eight years old. Um, you know, the makeup and the the, the guitars and the um, you know they had that that uh, that silly ass uh, show on uh, NBC. I think back then that um, you know was horrible. But uh, again, <laughs> when I was seven, eight years old, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. So. Um, so yeah, rock for sure. I was into kiss quite a bit for a while. Um, you know, again, anything that kind of had that, that, um, you know, I'm a big power chord guy, I, <laughs> I, uh, uh, you know, ACDC later on Van Halen. Um, and then, uh, you know, and then the early eighties, I kind of got into, uh, started spreading out a little bit, got into a little bit of the, uh, the heavier stuff, got into some of the hair bands as well. Mm -hmm. Um, kind of went in a couple of different directions. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, um, mostly rock metal for quite some time. Um, later on, I, I, uh, uh, met a guy didn't do a whole lot for me in my existence otherwise, but he did a lot for me as far as music and musical education and, um, you know, I was the guy that, that, you know, up until that point, uh, Motley Crue's Helter Skelter was better than the Beatles, as far as I was concerned. <laughs> <Right>. and, uh, <laughs> so, um, so he helped, uh, kind of educate me and diverse me a little bit. I did, uh, I got into the Beatles quite a bit at that point, some of the older stuff and learned a lot more about music, um, uh, through him. So I'm not huge on country. Um, you know, the, um, you know, some of the, the harder hardcore rap I can, you know, leave or take, but, uh, other than that, um, uh, you know, mainly metal rock, um, but you know, I got a little diversity. I'd say we actually have very similar music tastes. So it, I, it sounds like I was just describing my musical taste. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. So the, uh, the first concert you were ever at. Yeah. So the first, um, the first show I ever went to was, um, it was Motley Crue. And, um, again, I was, must've been 12, 13. I did a lot of stuff young. I, I, I learned a lot of stuff when I was young. I, I, um, I had a, a, a pretty, uh, eventful, uh, existence as a, a youth. Um, but yeah, a young, um, we were actually, it was me and a buddy and his big brother drove us to the show. 
and dropped us off. He wasn't even going to stay with us. He just went, dropped us off. But on the way, he whipped out a joint and lit it up and said, hey, you guys smoke? And we, <laughs> of course, said, yeah, sure we do. And no, we didn't smoke at that point, you know? Yeah. Um, so we sat there and, and smoked a, a joint on the way to the Motley Crue show with his big brother. And then he dropped us off and we were high as hell. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, my, <laughs> it was a good show, Motley Crue, and uh, it wasn't their best tour, unfortunately. It was that uh, that uh, Theater of Pain tour, uh, but uh, Motley Crue and Autograph, I believe, was the opening band for them. That must have been some experience overall, though, your first concert and your first time being high then as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It, um, you know, like I said, music had a, a big impact on my life continuously and for different reasons as my, you know, my life kind of went on. And, you know, a big part of, of rock and roll's attraction to me was the, um, you know, that the attitude and the sex and the drugs and the hot chicks. And yeah, it, um, it, that was, uh, you know, and I, I, I'm not sure I've gotten out of that yet. So <laughs> <laughs> I like to think you don't ever have to get out of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Immaturity is a, a word that boring people use to describe interesting people, in my opinion. That's it. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> have you uh, have you got to see Motley Crue again since? You know, I, I've seen them um, a handful of times, so... Um, so as I said, I've had some pretty cool experiences. And, and one of those is I, I actually worked in sports uh, here in Florida and Orlando and in Jacksonville and um, started in arena football. And um, I ended up actually being able to, to manage a, a few luxury suites at the Amway Center uh, in Orlando. So um, uh, so I had a lot of opportunities there. And, um, and I, I have seen Motley Crue a couple of times since then. Each time that I've seen them, I've, I've been a little more let down. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, and then uh, the last time I saw them, honestly, I, uh, I walked out. I actually walked out. I haven't walked out of a lot of concerts in my life, man. I love live music. You got to really, you know, upset me to get me to walk <laughs> out. But I did. Um, it was just, you know, from where it started and you know what I mean? I understand a lot of years have passed, but, yeah. you know, sometimes it's better to just just stop. So, yeah. So, and then, um, oddly enough, I, I continued my, my, uh, career in, in sports for a little bit. And I was the, um, the general manager of the team here in Jacksonville. And, um, we can go into it a little bit later if you want, but, but basically when I was in Orlando, uh, we hosted the, the championship game there and I actually put on the, the game. And part of it was that we we're going to put on a concert and, um, so we went through a few different bands. We we finally decided on who it was going to be. And, and I was shocked to find out that Kiss was was the band that we were going to put on. Oh, man. And um, and we can, like I said, if you want to talk about it a little bit later, that's fine. But I essentially ended up uh, uh, helping produce a, a Kiss concert uh, in Orlando. It was phenomenal. It was such a cool experience. Anyway, they ended up after that concert, they ended up getting into arena football and they bought a team and, and actually played for a couple of years out in L.A. It was the, the Los Angeles Kiss, um, Paul and Gene. And um, a couple of years later, I had moved on to Jacksonville and I guess Vince Neal must have got jealous. I don't know, but he decided he wanted to get a team oh, and <laughs> in, do in doing so. 
um, we, the league uh, suggested that he come to Jacksonville and buy into the Jacksonville team, uh, which is the team I ran and um, kind of try to learn some stuff from us before starting his new team, which was to be in Las Vegas. And uh, so he did. And uh, so all of a sudden I'm like hanging out with Vince Neal in like business meetings and teaching Vince Neal how to, <laughs> how, to, how, to uh, how to run a football team, essentially. Um, so, uh, so yeah, again, a, a, another cool experience. However, like I said, by that time, um, you know, unfortunately I had kind of lost a lot of respect for the guy on the yeah. music end and shit. So, <laughs> uh, but still, you know, kind of cool to, 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 you know, end up hanging out in, uh, in a work atmosphere with, uh, with the guy that was, you know, on stage at your first concert ever. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. We know how he is at a, as a musician. How is he at running football teams? <laughs> you know, <laughs> we gave him a lot of suggestions. Uh, he listened to none of them. <laughs> and uh, the Kiss, you know, Kiss is, is, look, Kiss obviously knows what the hell they're doing in business, right? Those guys have dominated marketing for, you know, many, many years. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when you're a, a, a rock band and you have Hello Kitty dolls with your logo on them, you know, you're doing something right. Um, they they lasted about two years, three years in the league. Um, again, you know, everybody wanted to do it, but they didn't want to learn how to do it. Vince didn't even care. He lasted a year. His team came. He didn't do what we told him to do. <laughs> and he was done. He lost money <laughs> oh, and he moved on. So, yeah, not uh, like like I said, not the, not the sharpest knife in the drawer, but you know, yeah. Yeah. So uh, not a the, horrible guy, the whole rock star thing then isn't just a persona it runs a bit deeper than that. I'd say. Yeah. 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 Well, I, you know, like I said, it, it, you know, the arena football league is like a, a secondary league here and uh, in the States, you know, so um, uh, a lot of the folks that, that, you know, want to do that stuff and can't like John Bon Jovi actually owned a team at one point. So there's been some, oh. yeah, the, the whole idea of rock stars being involved has been there for a while. And it's a kind of a rock and roll atmosphere, the arena games. It's, mm. um, it's more of a uh, entertainment than it is just straight football. Yeah. Um, so like I said, it made sense, um, you know, but yeah, Kiss, when they got involved, it was cool. They had you know, girls in cages coming down from the rafters before the game, you know, it was, you know, fire and, and uh, fireworks. It was, uh, it was pretty neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. But they've always been like that. They're just, they're experts at stage shows and putting on a show no matter what it is, you know? Yep. Absolutely. So, yeah. So as I said, I, you know, I was in Orlando and, um, you know, we knew we were going to host the championship game there. And we were talking about, you know, we, we're, we let's do a concert before and we'll do kind of a whole weekend, you know, extravaganza, so on and so forth. And we're going through this list of, you know, at the time, you know, we're a little, you know, we're laying out that, you know, it's arena football. We get 10, 12, 15,000 fans. It's not, you know, NFL. So we're talking about, you know, uh, it starts off with, you know, the 38 special 20 years later, you know, that type letter. What about Kid Rock? What about the... And then all of a sudden, you know, the, the owner comes in, he's like, all right, I got it. We're going to do kiss. And I was like, we're going to what? Like, <laughs> we're going to, we're going to put on a kiss show before our game. And I, you know, I had produced games before that's one thing, but he said, yeah, we're going to do it. And I uh, said, so we're going to, you know, somebody else is going to kind of know we're going to do it. You're going to. <laughs> and, um, and sure. Within a couple of days, I had a, a writer on my desk from kiss. It was, I mean, it was, 
you know, a couple inches thick. It was a big ride. Those guys have been in business for a long time. They know what the hell they want in detail. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So yeah, it was a cool experience, man. I, um, I got to drive, you know, I drove out to the airport at at two o'clock in the morning and, and picked them up, you know, I literally picked up Paul Jean and the, yeah, it was again for, you know, again, that was, you know, the album I had when I was six years old, now I'm hanging out with these guys in the airport. (laughs) Um, so again, yeah, another really cool experience. They did, um, uh, you know, meet and greets. They did, a a, a, um, an unplugged show for our fans, which was pretty cool. Um, so they were there the whole weekend and, um, and then, yeah, and then put on a show. We, you know, had 30, 40,000 people and just to, you know, have gone to that many concerts is one thing, but then to, to be on the back end of it and yeah. learn about how much goes into it and, you know, just watch these guys building and, it, you know, kiss building a kiss stage is not, as you said, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's not a couple of boxes and some amps. That's some, uh, some serious shit. So it, it was just cool to be, uh, to, you know, for the entire experience. It was, it was, um, yeah, lucky I've been in, I've been pretty lucky. Yeah. It's, uh, a kiss show though it's not like easing yourself in gently like it's standing <laughs> at the top like <laughs> right exactly that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah yeah. i mean that rider was it was thick there was a lot of uh a lot of requests in there but um it, you know it went off great it was a great show that the the you know the folks loved it the fans loved it and um and then like i said the, the guys ended up buying into the league getting their own team so they must have enjoyed it as well <laughs> and uh getting to spend a bit of time with them then what are they actually like you know they 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 are i mean they've been friggin' famous for 40 years you know what I mean? they are exactly what you would expect them to be like they weren't the you know they weren't rude um yeah gene was a little rude but um <laughs> they, they were you know superstars they you know they yeah. were superstars and you knew they were superstars so i dealt with um uh, was the manager doc, um, uh, whatever the hell his name. I dealt with the manager quite a bit, you know, not necessarily them directly. Um, you know, but I, you know, I got to meet him and hang out with them a little bit. Like I said, they weren't, you know, they were honestly for, for being as famous and rich as they are for as long as they were less dicks than I thought they would be, to be honest. <laughs> Vince Neil is much more of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we'll um we'll move on to the last concert you were at so yeah so the last con- so i you know i will say that um again i've been to hundreds like hundreds of concerts and and you know a lot of it um in the 90s i went nuts um if there's a grunge band that existed i saw them live i mean i i've seen oh. everybody through the 90s um, and then, like I said, then I worked uh, in the industry. So I saw bands that I didn't want to see. I, you know what I mean? I saw, I've seen yeah. Taylor Swift. I've seen Barry Manilow. I've seen Justin Bieber. Like I, I've seen bands oh, that um, the last concert I went to, I, uh, I actually took my son, which was kind of cool to, to kind of take it full circle. But the last concert I went to was um, Slayer, actually, in, uh, in Orlando, Florida. And it was just before covid uh, not too long before COVID, and and of all the things that I missed uh, during COVID, I, I think concerts were number one on the list. I really dig live music, and in you know, again, mainly rock, mainly metal, but I'll go to anything if it's live and and decent. 
Yeah, yeah, I think you've proved that now by saying uh, Justin Bieber and Taylor Swift. I think the <laughs> yeah, listeners well, know you yeah. go to anything. <laughs> Again, that was, yeah, that was my job, but still, I was there. <laughs> they were on stage, and I saw them, so technically they go on the list. Um, but yeah, so like I said, I actually managed those suites in the arena for a while, so I would actually, um, uh, my job was to sell the tickets. We would, you know, sub the, the tickets out and, and sell those to other folks to come and see the show. Uh, and then I would actually manage the suites, just make sure everybody was cool, having a good time, so on and so forth. I had some clients that would buy tickets to all the events, you know, so I'd just, you know, go there and schmooze. Uh, so, yeah, so I saw, like I said, pretty much every show that that went through the Amway Center from its opening, because I was there, you know, day one with that building, um, through up till about, um, matter of fact, I missed Justin Timberlake at the end of 2013. He was coming and and I'd missed that one. That one I wouldn't mind seeing actually. That's, yeah, uh, he wouldn't yeah. be bad. Yeah, I'm sure he puts on a hell of a show. Yeah, yeah. Your job obviously has some really cool upsides. What would the downsides be? So what would the, the not so good parts of it be? Yeah. So, um, so I don't do it anymore and, and it's for a reason. Um, and, and that reason is, um, just time. Um, it, you know, honestly, if you're, you know, I would sell the tickets during the day. Um, I would, (laughs) I would, so my boss basically just kind of gave it to me carte blanche. So what I would do is, is run ads during the day for the tickets we had. And we had quite a few, three suites, 20 seats in a suite, um, and you know, they were sweet, so I wasn't selling them for, you know, 15 bucks. These are nice <laughs> yeah. tickets. Uh, so I would sell them during the day, anything that we had left over, I would leave the office at the end of the work day, I'd put on a jacket, nice clothes. And I would go down to, uh, to the fancy club downtown, which kind of oversaw the, the arena, which was nice. And, uh, so I go there and, and schmooze and I had a membership, I paid for a membership. There was part of my whole thing and I'd schmooze and I'd sell the ticket to those folks. And then any tickets I had left, you now the show's coming up, there's an hour left, you know what I mean? I would run downstairs, run across the street, and then get un- go under the, the highway with the scalpers. And I would scalp the last of the few tickets Jeez. and try to, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, I'd be up there, yeah, having champagne with the folks on one end and then uh, and then slinging tickets under I-4 and the other. But um, I was hustling, man, hustling. And then, like I said, then whatever, um, once the show started, I would go inside, make sure everybody was good, had a good time. And then, you know, a lot of times, I mean, that job got me... Um, you know, probably one of the most appreciative concerts I've ever been to, which was Roger Waters, The Wall. And I, I'm a huge uh, Pink Floyd guy. I never got to see them. I was, you know, so um, so that's a show. Elton John, I got to see because of that. Uh, you know, Paul McCartney, I got to see because of that job. Oh, so, um, yeah, one at all the shows that I didn't think I was going to enjoy and, and really was a really good show was um, uh, Pink, actually. Really? Put on a hell of a show. Yeah, I... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, again, it, you know, it was my job. My girl wanted to see him. Obviously, I was going to take her. And uh, but by the end of the show, I, I we were up, you know, front stage taking pictures, videos. Yeah, it was a hell of a show. Yeah, yeah. Good time. I've actually heard she puts on a, a great show. All right. My aunt is a huge fan of her. She sees her anytime she's in Ireland. But uh, yeah, she's I always see her more like a rock star than a pop star. You know, she's yeah. she has that whole coolness quality about her. Oh yeah, 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 and um, a lot of uh, you know it was very sexual as well, which you know <laughs> something that I'm a fan of. So yeah, oh, yeah, I had a good time. Yeah, yeah, it was good. <laughs> it was a good time. Um, oh, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm you know I'm more of a fan of the smaller venues. Um, 
So even when I worked at the, the arena there, uh, me and my buddy would, um, I would take those tickets and then trade them out with other folks in the, in the uh, city, um, you know, that worked at the smaller venues, the, the other shows that I wanted to go to, you know, like, uh, uh, I don't know, Mickey Avalon, you familiar with Mickey Avalon at all? A little, no, little crazy so. guy, yeah, heroin and sex and drugs and all kinds <laughs> of, he's, he's out in L.A., um, but, um, so I, you know, I would enjoy those too, the little dive bars. I love little tiny venues. Um, I saw, um, matter of fact, the same place was called the, um, the social was the name of the place. And, uh, that's where I saw, um, uh, the hippie coalition I saw there. Um, those guys are awesome. I saw, um, uh, Corey Taylor actually, um, oh, Stone man. Sour and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, uh, touring by himself. And um, it was a really cool show. It was a tiny, tiny little place, but he did like 30 minutes of, it wasn't stand up. It was just a little bit of stand up, but yeah. just kind of talked and, and, you know, told stories and, and so on and so forth. And then, uh, and then sat down and, and, you know, with a, an acoustic and, uh, and then busted out for another you oh, know, wow. 30, 45 minutes. That was a really cool show. Yeah. yeah. So big fan of, uh, of the small venues. Yeah, I, especially when you said that he uh, done 30 minutes of talk and having a laugh. I love that when a performer does that. I've been mm-hmm. to concerts before. One in particular was uh, Chris Christopherson. And he literally, oh, yeah. now he was in his 80s at the time, so you couldn't really <laughs> blame him. But he, uh, <laughs> he literally walked out, picked up the guitar straight into one song. And that was it song after song there was no like talking <laughs> or even a whisper in between you know i i prefer the performer to like at least acknowledge the audiences there yeah, you know yeah. not like they're practicing in their their private room at home you know yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. no yeah it was it, that was a cool experience like i said i didn't expect it i didn't know what to expect you know i just knew it was Corey taylor by himself i was like so it's slipknot no it's stone sour <laughs> no it's just Corey. and um yeah, it was pretty neat. Like I said, it, it felt like you were just kind of hanging out with Corey Taylor for a little while. And, yeah. um, you know, which again, I've been lucky enough to do at another uh, concert. We got, I got to go backstage at, at a show that they were playing. Stone Sour was playing and, um, and got to hang out with him actually for a little while. And, and, you know, you talk about, uh, you know, I mentioned the attitudes that some of these guys have. He is the, you know, complete opposite. Uh, one of the coolest human beings that i've ever met not to mention you know someone in in rock and roll he was yeah he was a uh he was a, a joy to to experience yeah he always strikes me as a uh, someone who being a rock star is a job in a sense and once he walks off stage he's the most down-to-earth normal person that's the way he comes across absolutely you know? yep Yep. That's exactly, I would say, yeah, down to earth more so than, yeah, than most of the folks that I've had the pleasure of meeting. Yeah. Yeah. He's up on the list for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned a a couple of minutes ago that you've seen uh, most of the nineties grunge bands. Mm. There's one in particular I'm dying to ask about. Have you seen them? Uh, Nirvana? Yeah. I haven't. That's no, they're the <laughs> one that I have. No, uh, you know, I, I, uh, uh, you know, when I get asked that question, what if there was one band that you could see in, in, in all time? I, I always go back to Pink Floyd because I missed them at the peak. Um, you know, I, I was a huge Beastie Boys fan and I never got to see them. 
And then Nirvana. Yeah. Nirvana is the one that I didn't get uh, uh, out of the nineties, unfortunately. The no, I knew it was away. coming. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. And ain't ever coming back, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. I've been sitting here since you said it. And I was like, will I ask him? Won't I? <laughs> as soon as you started asking, I was like, oh, damn, don't go to Nirvana, man. I, uh, I got the lottery for Pearl Jam. Um, yeah. It, um, no, no, never got into Nirvana, unfortunately. Pro like I said, I would think pretty much everyone, Alice in Chains and Janes and uh, Smashing Pumpkin. I mean, I, I, you know, I did, like I said, Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam was interesting because like they did literally have a lottery to, to get tickets. They were so popular at the time, oh, um, you know, right after 10 and everything. You had to call uh, a number at a certain time to be accepted to be able to buy tickets to the show. <laughs> Jeez. And uh, and I'm sitting there dialing the number and dialing the number and dialing the number. I'm going to this show like there's no way I'm missing this. <laughs> and I'm dialing, 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 nothing, nothing, nothing. Finally, I get mad, hang up the phone. I start walking away all pissed off. And uh, my girl picks up the phone. I dials one time. She's like, here, hold on. They're, they're oh. on. And <laughs> sure enough, we we got tickets and, uh, and got to see Pearl. Yeah, it was a great show. Yeah, I could imagine. They're on my list now of people I still have to see that oh, I yeah. I'm going to see that's that's it. I'm going to see them, you know. Yeah, yeah they, I would think um I haven't seen them since. And and I would think um, you know, we talked about you know seeing bands later on and how it's you know generally for me at least been a letdown the the later you know oddly enough where it's not is like the harder you know the 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 heavy metals not a letdown they're still jamming their asses off megadeth anthrax all those guys um but um um, you know, I get a feeling that that they would be somebody that would be I, I think I would enjoy seeing Pearl Jam probably more now than than I even did then, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah, probably. Then as well, they kind of look or seem like they look after themselves and they mm. care enough about the music not to let it slide, you know? Yep. Yep. Yeah, the uh yeah, the opposite of the the Vince Neils and the Axel Roses of the world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny you mention older rockers being uh, still having it. It reminded me of when I seen Metallica in 2019. And oh man, you'd think they were like 20 something year olds, you know, yeah. they, they yep. were hitting all the notes perfectly yep. and the time and everything. Yep. It was just out of this world. Yeah, they were great. That, that probably one of my favorite shows of all time. I, I saw, uh, I was lucky enough to see the the big four: um, Anthrax, uh, Megadeth, Slayer, and Metallica uh, in Yankee Stadium in New York. Oh man! And uh, yeah, again, another uh, just lucky situation. It was my, my the job in Orlando. The the boss sent me and and this other guy, my buddy, sent us up to New York to see the show because we we're just having a great year, or whatever. So yeah, it was um, what a fucking show, man. Um, yeah, <laughs> it imagine. was yeah, great time. Um, and then, yeah, and then I seen uh, Metallica not too long ago. I mean, right again, shortly before COVID, but uh, not too long before Slayer. And again, yeah, note for note, man, those guys are precise. Yeah. Um, Megadeth's another one. I love Megadeth Live. I, those guys, I, I've always enjoyed their, um, you know, what Dave Mustaine's been able to do with that band. They're a lot of fun as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. They're another one that I'd say won't ever lose it. They seem, yeah. I've never seen them live myself, but they seem like they're just as good as when they started. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen shit. I've seen Megadeth. Maybe shit. A dozen times. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. To me, um, 
you know, when I first started going to show, like I went to that Molly Crew show and, and again, like I said, rock in general, I, you know, I was like, all right. So, you know, it's, it's fun. It's, it's, you know, um, defiant it's, you know, there's drugs and, and girls and, <laughs> you know, this is quite cool. like this. Right. And, um, the, it was probably a couple years later. I can't, I don't know specifically, and I suck with timelines, but I went to, um, to a Pantera show early oh, wow. on. Right. And that changed everything like that, really? the Pan, Pantera live up until then, you know, I had seen, you know, a couple, you know, like I said, Motley Crue and yeah. uh, shit, maybe even Kiss somebody, you know, a couple of live men, not bad shows, good shows, but nothing. When, when I saw Pantera and the, the floor open up and, and, you know, pits and, and uh, you know, my buddy came back with the uh, missing a tooth from the, the, you know, trying to get up front. I was like, Holy shit. Now this is interesting. Yeah. This I want to learn more about. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. And again, I, I think I've enjoyed that aspect of, uh, of rock concerts uh, up until uh, you know, again, until I stopped going, which hopefully I'll start going again soon. Yeah. Yeah. Would you, uh, would you venture into the piss nowadays? <clears throat> you know, I, <laughs> I, um, it's funny at that, uh, <laughs> at that Slayer, uh, show that the, the big four in New York, I was telling you about, I, I'm me and my buddy are there. We're jamming out. It was, you know, Slayer was playing and, and I'm kind of looking around and I'm like, shit, you know, I remember being at those first few shows when I was young and, and I remember seeing that old guy, you know, in the corner. And I was like, hey, what's that old guy doing here? You know, what the fuck's the old guy doing at a yeah. Motley Crue show? And, uh, and I'm looking around Slayer and I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, Hey man, <laughs> I was like, are we a fucking old guys now? And my buddy looks at me, he says, no, man. He's like, look at that motherfucker over there. And points direct i mean almost to me like he was waiting for it and it, sure enough there's a guy over there must have been i swear to god 68 years old just oh. fucking headbanging <laughs> i'm like all right cool all right fantastic um to answer your question yes but not to the level that i have in the past i um i will uh jump in a little bit i will definitely uh, uh be one of those edge of the pit guys uh nowadays and and like i said i'll I'll swirl around i you won't catch me in in you know the lamb of god wall or anything Uh, (laughs) but i you know i will (laughs) i'll mix it up here and there you'll Um, enjoy yourself (laughs) yeah exactly exactly for sure again that's you know i what i don't do is sit down at concerts yeah there's no need for seats exactly exactly they should be banned at concerts there's no need (laughs) i agree a hundred percent We'll uh, we'll move on to some of your worst concert experiences. Mm. I, you know, like I said, it takes a lot. Um, you know, I I've had I've sat through some you know subpar mm. you know, concerts that just because it's live music, I enjoy it. I you know when I think of of uh, negatives, um, you know the the first thing that comes to mind. I, I kind of touched on it earlier is just you know, some of these guys that, that, you know, unfortunately have just gone a little beyond um, their capabilities or, or, yeah. you know, let it go, whatever. Um, the three that, that come to mind right off the top of my head, I already mentioned, you know, Vince and, and Motley Crue. Mm. Um, I, I've walked out of a, a Van Halen show, um, you know, later in the, and Van Halen was, you know, again, I was huge Van Halen fan for years and, uh, and then Guns N' Roses, that guy, what a douchebag. Um <laughs> 
that that probably at, at all the the my worst experience i had um i had been to to guns and roses at their peak you know i mm. i went to shows when and and had a great time it was great great show at the time this is years later now i'm working at the arena now i again i have a responsibility at the very least to get the show going make sure everyone's having a good time and stuff and then in the case of justin bieber or taylor swift i can then just remove myself and go home back yeah exactly um this uh you know guns and roses was playing and i knew that i had some rowdy sweets you know i had Mm. some rocker fans in there and i didn't need anybody fighting with each other or you know breaking bottles over their head so i hung out until the show started just to make sure everything kind of went smooth and I hung out and I hung out and I hung out. And the sh- I mean, it was, they were supposed to come on out of whatever, 10, 15, whatever he, I don't even think he showed up to the building until after one o'clock in the morning. Oh, man. Um, like he wasn't. And again, I, you know, knew some people in the building. So I kind of get updated. They're like, no, he's not even here. Like he's not even in Orlando right now. Like, <laughs> oh, you know, like, like they're supposed to be playing and he's not in this city. Um, so yeah, that, uh, I guess that all the, my experience is that. And, um, and then I did, I got, uh, what I thought at the time was lucky enough to go to a Grateful Dead concert. And, and I did get to go to a Grateful Dead concert. However, I, uh, me and my buddy went down and, um, and we didn't have a lot of money left. And um, and we bought what we thought was acid. So we can really get the full effect right. of the show. And of course, it wasn't. Um, I don't know what the fuck it was, but um, not not only did we not trip during the Grateful Dead, but uh, we both ended up having a horrible fucking time. So uh, so yeah, the, I, the, those would be uh, those would be my two negatives, I guess, as far as uh, concert experiences go. <laughs> oh you've uh you've kind of ticked both boxes of what are the ultimate worst experiences though first of all anything to do with guns and Ro- well anything to do with axel rose <laughs> and then like shitty drugs yeah you know? right yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 i mean it could be worse right i've i've seen uh some people at concerts and, and at parking lots after concerts that probably have worse stories than i do for sure um matter of fact at that i think it was that grateful dead concert uh there was a guy afterwards naked in the parking lot just burning his shit his clothes and yeah absolutely just fucking drugs man they'll get you yeah Um, (laughs) yeah i saw uh i saw the butthole surfers in Mm -hmm. uh in a shitty little dive in uh, miami i mean so shit there were guys in the in the back of the uh, venue shooting up like just sitting in the back road just shooting up it was Fuck. yeah it was a, that was quite an experience as well yeah um, but again, rough. you know pretty neat show i was yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> before we move away from concerts you've been to so the final concert question What's the best experience you've had at a concert that didn't have to do with the band you were seeing? Oh. Well, 
Uh, two things come to mind right away. I'm sure there's more. There's so many to go through, right? <laughs> uh, the two things that come to mind right away is, uh, you know, the show, uh, Bad Counsel, of course. We just recorded episode 41. Check us out. <laughs> um, Tim, our host, and uh, and the guy that keeps everything together, thank God. Um, as I said, we've known each other for quite some time. And back in the day, I don't know, again, timelines are not real good, but it was quite some time ago. Uh, Tim and myself uh, saw the band Goldfinger um, in, again, a very small venue. I think it was called The Kitchen. Um, And it was the last time that I saw my very good friend Tim uh, moshing and stage diving. And yeah, he was, yeah, absolutely. It was awesome. Um, It's one of my favorite concert memories, period. Really, Um, He was throwing elbows. Oh yeah. 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 And there were some violent guys there. There were some of those guys that, you know, are there just to do the, Mm. you know what I mean? Those, those guys that like the extra elbow. Um, And yeah. And he dove right into it. He got right into it. That was awesome. That was a great time. Um, And then, um, you know, oddly, I'm sure a lot of people that listen to my show are going to be surprised here. But one of my first experiences uh, with two girls, um, you know, sexually happened at a concert. Uh, So that comes to mind as well. Yeah, it was a a Red Hot Chili Peppers show, I believe. And um, and and my girl, I believe it was absolutely a Red Hot Chili Peppers show. And um and uh and yeah my me and and uh my girl she hadn't been to many concerts many and and uh, it was one of the first ones i brought her to and we were just all you know kind of in a row we're up in the towards the front and Mm. the chick next to her just started kind of groping her and you know she's like hey this girl's kind of touching me and stuff and i was like oh cool and uh (laughs) and then you know then because she's like she's trying to put her hand down my pants and i'm like yeah and like (laughs) tell me more letter yeah, that sounds good to me. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so they um, they ended up uh, making out. And yeah, it was a, it was a, yeah, it was a good experience. So um, and like I said, that was that was one of my uh, my first. Uh, yeah, that's when I realized that that might be of interest to me at some point mm. in my life. Oh, man, I need to go to a concert in America. Like if that happened in Ireland, <laughs> like there'd be a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh. I guess it depends on who you pick. Yeah, I'm really missing out. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, and then, like I said, that first Pantera show, man, that just um, the amount of of energy and um, yeah, just yeah, energy. Like I just I was amazed at that you know that many people in the building could get that fucking excited about anything. It was really yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, there. Uh, well, you've definitely get an award for the best experiences of i've heard anyway i I, you know like i said i yeah i've again i've been lucky i mean i you know i've forced a little bit of it myself here and there but yeah i've just i've really been yeah right place right time and um yeah it's uh it's been a good path we'll uh we'll move on now we'll get slightly more personal although i feel like there's no need to say that now after uh hearing about the the trees (laughs) but um if you could uh if you could see any performer from history that you haven't seen in concert i have a feeling i know who it is we touched on him but who would it be 
Yeah, I, I, I did. I think I touched on a little earlier. So yeah, as far as performance goes, the, the shows that I wish I had seen uh, and, and didn't, and, and now, like I said, can't, or, or those three that I have been Nirvana, um, that's a big one. Um, you know, Pink Floyd, a huge, huge influence on my life. Um, and, uh, and then the, and the Beastie Boys, I, I always wish I could have, uh, could have caught the Beastie Boys and I just never did. And I, you know, I, I really, I just don't know that I, I don't think I appreciated them that much. Um, yeah. you know, I got introduced to the, the, um, you know, the um, streamlined version of them right away and didn't get into, yeah. the, you know, Paul's boutique and that kind of stuff to later on. So um, otherwise I probably would have caught him back then, but um, yeah. So, but if you, if you, you know, gun to my head, honestly, I would say Pink Floyd um, if I had to pick one. Yeah. I'd say a lot of people would agree with you on that. I'd love to see them myself. I was, I, you know, I, like I said, they were a huge influence on my life, a multitude of different times, you know, and, and I, I mean, I've spent, probably more nights alone tripping on the beach <laughs> listening to the song time over and over again <laughs> than most people i would i would venture to guess that that's probably the case um but i'm a big fan of the earlier stuff too the crazy you know sid barrett before he lost his shit and um you know see emily play and um you know the uh, saucer full of secrets that kind of stuff yeah. too so um yeah i would have of you know shit if you asked which pink floyd i would rather you know it, I, that would be tough you know what i mean <laughs> um, um, but yeah that would be a pink floyd yeah they're one band that uh they kind of they have something for everyone i feel like there's you'd be hard pushed to find someone that doesn't like them or had a reason to not like them. Right. Yeah. They're hard not to not like, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I could yeah. see, you know, somebody not getting the wall and saying, no, that's not for me or what, you know what I mean? But yeah. you can't listen to all of eventually. Yeah. You're going to run into something. And uh, you know, to me, dark side of the moon is the greatest piece of art that's ever been created oh, on this yeah. planet. In my opinion, it's an absolute masterpiece masterpiece there's a band actually i regret not seeing i had the chance to see him but things didn't work out had tickets but couldn't get to go to him the doors when they reformed did you ever oh. have any run in with them no uh, uh no that would be cool yeah that's a that they would probably if i kept that list going the, the doors would probably end up on it um at some point yeah um, yeah, yeah. No, you made me think of it there when you said uh a band you'd love to see, but you can't now. Obviously, yeah, yeah, you yep. can't see them either. Yeah, but yep. no, that would no, have been some make experience at some point. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that guy was. Uh, I heard you and uh, and Gil talking about him. Actually, I listened to you guys. Um, yeah, uh, not too long ago, that was a cool, uh, a cool show. Oh, thanks. Uh, he's an interesting cat. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Jim Morrison was uh, amazing. That guy was uh, uh, different, right? that's yeah, one way a, to say yeah, it right? yeah, just a, a different type of human being yeah um, i'd say yeah. he'd uh he'd be interesting to spend some time with I, although i don't think it'd be very good for your health you would think right <laughs> <laughs> i guess it depends on who you are what you're into but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it'd definitely be an experience anyway i would think yeah I would think that it'd be hard to leave a, a hangout with Jim Morrison and have it not be considered an experience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this will bring us to uh, who would you like to be locked in a room with for 24 hours? Say you had to quarantine you know, with a performer. Yeah. I, um, 
I, you know, I, I, my initial reaction to that would, would be uh, what I assume is a pretty standard answer. Um, and in fact, as I mentioned, I listened to you talking to Gil and it ended up being, it was it, my, the, right off the top of my head, I would say John Lennon. Um, that said, not only listening to some of the things you said, and some of that I've heard before, actually, it's not the first time I've heard it. Uh, you know, there's, um, <laughs> you know, I guess it would be remiss of me not to, uh, again, for the fans of my show to say that if I had the opportunity uh, to, um, you know, to pull a couple of people, <laughs> uh, a person or two into a room, I mean, uh, you know, you know, Debbie Harry probably wouldn't be horrible to hang out with. She was probably be a lot of fun. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, I, just, um, I, you know, Morrison would be a pretty interesting dude. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, honestly, I would say, uh, you know, is if we're staying in music, if, if I was allowed to leave music, um, Hunter Thompson would actually be a pretty interesting guy to hang out with. But oh, again, no, yeah. you'd probably fuck yourself up. But <laughs> you know, what a fucking ride that would be, right? Yeah, um, I'd never actually <laughs> considered that, actually. That would be the ultimate one. Um, but yeah, I guess in music, and, and actually, I guess along the same lines, I you know, I want to experience, you know, obviously, uh, you know, new shit. I, I want to, mm. um, I would say, I would love to try to spend some time with Sid Barrett. You know, and while I'm at it, you know, Sid Vicious probably wouldn't be a horrible person to pick his brain for a little while either. <laughs> um, I, you know, I like yeah. the the off the beaten path personally. So yeah, I think that I I think as opposed to trying to learn per se, I think I would want to be uh, uh, more entertained. So, mm. well, I like I like your style now. They're they're great picks. I was a uh, one thing popped into my head actually a troll back to a few minutes ago there. If you could. Uh, be locked in a room with how would you think or what would you think of uh debbie harry and joan jett yeah i the joan jett's not bad i'll take that <laughs> yeah 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 i wouldn't mind you know madonna could hang if she wanted oh, to yeah yeah you know that yeah. really spice it up <laughs> <laughs> that seems a little more you know it seems like i'd learn a little more with madonna mm. and i'm always up to learn so <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> there you go that's my answer uh, madonna debbie harry threesome officially <laughs> final answer <laughs> again the best the best answer i've heard <laughs> i think hey, I, get uh, the pick. I think you're going to be like the bar i judge all future guests by <laughs> oh man <laughs> that's uh that's a lot of pressure i don't know oh. i appreciate it <laughs> And the, uh, I'm actually sad to say now the final question, Mm-mm. if you could, uh, you could pick a song that I'd hear on the soundtrack to your life, what would it be? I, um, you know, I have a bit of an attitude. I have a bit of a chip on my shoulder. There are a lot of metal songs that I could pick and, um, and that come to mind. But if I had to pick one song, I would say um, Rockstar by uh, N.E.R.D. That would be, yeah, yeah, yep, that would be my, uh, that would be the song I I come out to if, uh, yeah, if I was a baseball player and I was coming up to bat, that would be the song that we'd be playing, yep. 
Interesting choice. What is it? Yeah. What is it about that one? That just the attitude. The um, yeah, just the the uh, you know, this is who I am, and and take it or leave it. Um, I have you know, I uh, yeah, those not a lot of depth to it by any means. Definitely not um, you know as uh, thought provoking as some of the stuff that we've talked about tonight. But um, yeah, that to me, um, yeah, that's the song that should be playing. Yeah. Great choice, great choice. Is there any message you'd like to leave the listeners with before we we say goodbye? Um, yeah, no. Listen to our show. Um, it's uh, Bad Council again. C O U N S E L. Bad dot Council on Instagram. It's a lot of fun. Um, you know, it's uh, you know, again, it's not for kids, um, <laughs> but uh, uh, but it's a lot of fun. If you have a sense of humor and um, then I would assume that you'd enjoy it um, and, and email us uh, the email is consultation at bad council.com or um, you can call the show five, four, one, six, zero, four, eight, four, eight, seven, and leave us a message. Um, and again, it's uh, it's just a voicemail. So you go on there leave a message, give us your crazy situations. Uh, we love to, uh, to break it down. Uh, we love to come up with answers and uh, hopefully you'll uh, you'll enjoy the show. Brilliant. Brilliant. And where's the best place to find you guys to listen to? Yeah. Instagram we're, we're, is definitely our uh, um, our home base, if you will. Um, so again, bad.council on Instagram. And then uh, we're on all the platforms, of course, Apple, Spotify, um, you know, pretty much anywhere you get uh, you get podcast, you can find us. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, Jack, it's been an absolute pleasure and it's been very entertaining. Thanks a million well, for coming on. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Same here. It's uh, it's great to, to finally meet you in person. And I love the show. Like I said, live music's a, a big part of my life, obviously. And uh, so uh, so I'm glad that you're doing what you're doing. And uh, I love hearing folks talk about it. So keep it up, man. Fucking poses.